When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Good afternoon, and if you're just tuning in, you are listening to or watching the premiere episode of The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I'm Laura Lee Potvin, a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher, and mentor. And just to remind you, you are listening either through 5.3 out of New Orleans, Louisiana, and you can watch the show where we will see your comments on our YouTube channel or Facebook page, UFO Paranormal Video Network. And I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to read our intro quickly and then I'm going to introduce my wonderful, good friend and amazing gifted person and he can tell you all about himself his name is david but hang on we are both psychic mediums who have had a near-death experience and from our own personal experiences and connection with our guides we'll be discussing on this weekly live show at this time a specific topic weekly as it pertains to the paranormal and or the esoteric or spiritual world answering your questions and comments as well as from the audience but we will also be having an unpredictably predictable reading sometime in this two-hour period for somebody who is watching live, a lucky listener. And Dave, tell them all about you. This is David Hansel. Well, hello, everybody. Um, I'm David Hansel. I am a, I guess people call me a spiritual medium. I have been talking to angels and guides since I was a very young boy, along with paranormal experiences and um I had a big near-death experience in 2015, and I've had some other close-to-death experiences throughout my life, uh, but with the, um, uh, the 2015 one, I was also unconscious for about two months, so I wasn't really present here uh, for almost two months. Um, I also do some Akashic Record readings. I love talking to guys. I channel guides, channel, uh, I do angel channeling, but more in the writing aspect, not talking for them. And um, that's it. I have been all over the gamut. Oh, just like Laura Lee, we've been everywhere. We've done it. So much, so many things, so many things. There's so much to explore out there. So that's what we do. No, we forgot to share at the beginning. We're just kind of feeling this out. We did a lot of work on this, you guys. So we're glad to have you here. We see a few people. Hey, Janie, welcome from Central Louisiana. Yes, we can see you. I am on my computer and will be from now on. So I can see the comments right here, Janie. So welcome. I'll actually highlight you. If it'll work, come on. There we go. You're at the bottom. We want to let you guys know, too, we are not experts. But what we're going to be sharing with you is what we have received, either from spirit, our own life experiences, and what we do for a living. Um, I Like I said, I'm a registered nurse, but I'm off. But this is my full-time thing besides doing a lot of creative things. Both David and I adore animals. You may see some of David's wonderful babies, fur babies in the background, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll pop in. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. So the topic we thought we were going to talk about, we were going to start at, let's start at the beginning. And I called it, I see dead people. The quote from the movie, The Sixth Sense with Haley Joel Osment, because both of us have experienced our gifts as small children and We've had very different experiences growing up, obviously, including parents and the way that they accepted the gift or our gifts or whether they even looked at it as gifts. And both of us get a lot of questions within what we do, not just about how to help mentor and support children maybe that are exhibiting these gifts, but many things throughout life. And we thought, what better place to do it than on a podcast, right, Dave? That's true. Why not? It's We get through to way more people. Yeah. Um, hey, Christina. We got Michigan here, seeing spirit at three or four. Now I hear them. Feel free to uh, ask questions, you guys. Yeah. Um, for me personally, um, when I was a very young child, they would they would um, show up at the house like as if like I don't know if you guys are on a physical medium, but when physical mediums are around, they can produce things and all that. Well, I, I'm not. I don't claim to be a physical medium, but when as I was a child, they would open closet doors, added doors, and they were audible not only to me, but to my parents and my brother. Um, they would speak, they would make noises. This has happened all through my childhood. And when we moved from that house, they came to the next house and the next house and the next house and the next house. That's how we knew, oh, okay, we don't live in haunted houses. We're just kind of haunted ourselves, I guess. Um, I have never had besides being scared to death when I was a child, because it was so odd, you know, it was, uh, I never had like a bad experience them. I never had, I always had really cool, uh, into deities and entities talking to me when I was a child. And I, and I spoke to angels quite a bit. I, I knew how the angels very, uh, very early on, even before I ever went to a church or anything. So I, I probably have a little different view on them than some people do, because I don't have that. Uh, I don't, I, I wasn't indoctrinated, indoctrinated into thinking this is what an angel looks like. This is how an angel acts. And this is what an angel, you know, I, I kind of know them a little bit differently, but it was hard growing up as a kid. If you have kids out there and your kids are seeing stuff, you know, whether you believe it or not, it's in your best interest to ask them, well, who, do you know who they are? Or, you know, just ask them questions. So at least they don't seem crazy because I can tell you growing up, somebody who knew this, even as a child, the moment I started telling people about it, even my parents who heard this stuff, it was almost like, oh, there's something wrong with the kid. The kid's kind of weird. And, you know, and then you end up living that kind of life where you end up being an outcast because you were seeing beautiful things actually I, I saw beautiful things um not always scary i mean there was some stuff that was scary of course i have a here. different experience yeah. though and then we don't want to forget i'm going to share a little bit about myself too to see the contrast because we're getting a lot of comments we're seeing them we're we're going to talk about some of your content your your comments here hi christopher thank you for joining us christopher Swinehart. i can see your comments as well now for myself because or what i was going to say dave i want you to tell them about the sunday school story but hang on i'll tell them a little bit about myself for the contrast yeah. i forgot to mention at the beginning of the story or the story the show sorry <laughs> i i do another podcast here on this network and it's been on here for over three years it's the angel rock on monday Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in 
trying to re to differentiate between the two here. So the different story here for me is also, I kind of rediscovered my gifts later in life because I lived in an extremely haunted house. My previous residence for 11 plus years, we went through the extreme paranormal. We have shared our story on Paranormal Survivor Season 4, Episode 9. I had nothing to do with the title, Demonic Hauntings. But going back to a child, um, I believe I had a near-death experience as a toddler. Um, we'll get into that at some time because we're not talking near-death experiences tonight and why I believe I've had one. And Dave, who being the medium he has, is, uh, actually said I've had many. But I do remember my first paranormal experience. We lived in an old house that is still standing in the city I live in. And at that time, that would have been in 1969, my, I remember my mother steaming off 39 layers of wallpaper to get down to the plaster. That's how old this house was. And one night I was laying in bed. It was about 3 a.m. And there was a storm outside. And I'm guessing the time, guys. Okay, I'm guessing because obviously I didn't tell time at four. I might have, but I didn't have a clock that I remember. And I was hiding under my bulletproof blankets, peering over the top, right? Thinking the blankets are going to save me. And there was a tap, tap, tap on the window. And I thought it was branches in the storm. How I remember it was it appeared like it was claws. Now, remember, I was a small child. This is what I experienced, I believe. I remember hiding under my blankets because I knew if I went in my parents' room, they would have kicked my butt for getting up in the middle of the night. And I kept thinking, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Please don't touch me. And something grabbed my butt. Also, when I was eight, we had moved to a new home. It was built from scratch. Um, every summer, or sorry, the one summer when I was eight, from the time the snow melted till the time it fell again, so about six months here, every night I would wake up at 3 a.m. and I could not breathe. I would be blue. There was no 911 or any emergency services. I would remember my father scooping me up. You know, as he would drive away to drive me to the emergency, I would come to. We never found out what caused that. Um, still don't really know. Um, it went away. They thought it was asthma. Believe me, being a nurse, it was not, it was not an asthma attack. So I've had strange, unusual, crazy experiences, has had Dave throughout my lifetime but Dave please share with them you, you were, we were talking about this was it last night or Tuesday night about what happened in Sunday school with you with spirit for yourself yeah I guess I'm an odd duck um so when I when I was a very young child I I I kind of knew a lot of spiritual stuff already even at a very very young age for whatever reason it doesn't make me special it's just I don't know I just remembered it um, but I've learned uh, some of the stuff I remember from the other side, what she's talking about in my family, my father was Catholic and my mother is Baptist and growing up in Wisconsin we had to, uh, the rule was me and my brothers, we had to go to church at least until we were 14 at 14, we could decide what we wanted to do. And some people say 14 only that's, I have very progressive, cool parents. Um, but yeah, yeah. they knew. But as a, when I was, <laughs> when I was about like four or five years old, five, yeah, I was five because I was in school yet. Um, 
we had come down south to where I live now. It's where my mom's from. And I had to go to this Baptist church that their entire family belonged to. They're like raging Baptists. And I was cool with it, you know, because I, I thought it was kind of cool to explore these things. They're kind of weird to me. And they sent me to Sunday school one time. And when we were in Sunday school, the teacher kept telling us kids. I mean, we're like five and six, you know, I think it was like between like five and seven in there or something like that, how we were going to burn in hell and we were going to be subject to all this, this terrible things by this terrible dude named Satan and going on and on and on and on. And I would tell her, no, that's not true. I knew as a young child that there was no such thing for me. Anyway, that's what I remember. And that's what I knew. And I had, we had come out of church and I had told my mom, I said, mom, I'm, I don't want to go back. And she asked what was wrong. And I told her, I said, the lady told us we were all going to hell and burning for someplace. And well, that was the end of Sunday school. They never made me go back to that Sunday school. Plus they were probably afraid that I was going to start telling off teachers and so on and so forth. But I knew about nothing like that since I was a child. Now, I do want to say this just because there's that's no why I highlighted it, but I want to add one thing, Dave. So Dave has amazing parents that were very, I believe from what you've shared with me, Dave, very supportive for myself. They, my they, parents, don't, they, they won't acknowledge what I do now. They won't acknowledge what I do now. They don't, they're not against it, but they don't want to know anymore. They're like happy. Okay, little, there's a difference. Okay, with my parents, my dad was open to this because his mother was very, very psychic. Okay, my mother makes fun of people of what we do, anything to do with this. Has I, I could never have talked about what I heard or I experienced or I saw. And I believe as I got older, I, I shut those gifts down. Now they, they never go away. We have the choice to do that, but talking to my roommate who I lived with for many years before I got married. Okay. And I'd known her since a teen. When I told her what we were experiencing in our previous house and what I was now doing, I hadn't talked to her in quite a few months. What shocked me the most was she matter of factly said, I'm not surprised at all. And I said, why? She said, Laura, you always knew things. You knew things. I can never figure out how you knew it or anything like that. I can tell you I'm writing a book about my nursing experiences and the things we experienced. And anything that was strange or unusual, there's no coincidences. I have many to speak about and many gifts actually from, I believe, our creator that allowed maybe somebody's life would have ended if I hadn't just walked in the room. And I'm not saying I'm a superhero. That's not what I'm saying. I just had this strong needling and urge to walk into a room that I wouldn't have checked till last on my round, say with 60 people. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, Dave, go ahead. Because this is a comment I wanted to talk about, if you're okay, Dave. This is from Christopher Swinehart. He's talking about as a child, he says he remembers it was a creepy floating doll head towards him. He said it had a distorted voice and it kept just saying, relax. He said, could this creature have been some sort of alien or robot or ghost? What's your thoughts? I have thoughts on it, but this is only going to be my opinion. Okay. It's going to be my opinion. I'm not getting it from spirit as of yet, but my opinion is, and how old were you? He was about... He was a very young child. 
I'm guessing from him adding this here, because he's been here since the beginning, he knows we're talking about children experiencing right. spirit and things like this. So this is what I think happens. And, and the only because this, this has happened, something similar has happened to me. It's kind of like um, when they would be in our house, I've had them unplug record players and plug them back in where the socket, it, the plug actually came out of the socket, floated there, went back in. So yes, I know that's that I know wholeheartedly from deep in my heart that that stuff is true. Stuff can float around and stuff can be like that. Although in your instance, I really feel that it was, uh, it was, I guess you could say spiritual guides or spirits letting themselves that's know to what happens as a child is when we're children though a lot of times be, even depending if you're like five to seven we have already been indoctrinated in some way shape or form whether we go against it or not so there might have been anything might have came towards you to that may have seemed to you like it was scary but if there's a spirit trying to manifest itself in front of you remember they don't have form they need to do something that they can relate you to to know that you see this so they need to pick something they probably picked the least scary thing they could and you're happy they can, yeah manifest yeah just to like say hey we're here and you're and unfortunately sometimes when we're children we're like ah pick something better pick something better yeah. you know yeah but it happens. It kind of feels like it was more guidance. I don't think it was an alien or robot or ghost. And the only thing why is to talk about not to talk to get too much into aliens at this point, but I've it's, it's had encounters with aliens as a very young child and they full fledged aliens right in front of me, reach out and touch them. They're right there. Um, they tend not to come in as uh, they tend not to come in as a vision in your head. They tend to literally be able to show themselves. Um, so I think it was, I, I don't think it was a bad spirit. I think it was a spirit who took advantage of knew you could see it and showed you itself. Well, he was older. He was older. He was 18. Okay, well, if you're 18, then you were super duper indoctrinated at that point. So you've seen a lot of stuff. So that's probably why I don't think it was anything bad. It doesn't feel I don't like either. it. Yeah, I. You know what I would do personally, Christopher. But this is me because I, this is because of how I am. I'm kind of wacky this way. If it happened again, or even if it didn't, I would call it back up, and I would I would almost like give it a ring. Hello, you remember you called me earlier in life? Um, I would like to talk to you now, and see what comes up. I've done that. I've had some spirits show up in my house. They'll do things that actually like startled me. And the first, you know what I do? The first thing I do is I turn around. I'm like, hello, who is it? <laughs> I just want to, who are you? And, and that's See, it. when I felt into this, what I was thinking was because it said, just relax, first of all. Second of all, yeah, I have to, I have to agree with Dave. That's what I was feeling. But the one thing when I, we're, both of us, I forgot to add to, we've done paranormal stuff, paranormal investigation. We work with, I have seen somebody that has been controlled by something. I don't know what it was. And we'll get into that one time on one of these shows. But my point is, the first thing I ask people is, how did it make you feel? Second of all, this is with no judgment in any way, shape, or form. And this is not something you need to answer for us, Christopher, but something to consider. Were you using any substances possibly in the way of um, alcohol or anything else? You don't need to answer that. But that can lower our energy field a little bit. Or sometimes maybe the way we perceive things. 
not always, but sometimes even medications. Um, but I don't feel like this was something negative either. I, I really don't because it was actually pretty cool. Like I think, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know it, you know, because I've had ones come through to me who literally weren't a guide or anything else. Um, when you're a medium though, and a lot of mediums will tell you this, sometimes spirits just come visit us gratuitously. And I don't know them. I've had some of them answer questions for me. I had a question and I couldn't get that answer. And I was like, who is this? I don't recognize this voice. And it was just somebody said, well, I've got that answer. Here it is. And mm -hmm. depending upon if I can trust the answer then at that point. But usually if I have people come in. I, I We've had passerbys. We've had passerbys, I call them. And yeah. what yeah. I remember my partner, Dell, who has, you said you were kind of scared, no doubt, when you see something like that, and you don't expect to see it. And, you know, the way you describe it, of course, it's going to be scary. And you're trying to figure it out. I agree with Dave. Now, I think there's some things that I wouldn't just be calling you back in. But like Dave said, if you happen to run into it if it's meant to be around you it's going to be around it hasn't gone is what i'm trying i think we're saying right dave like if it shows itself again yeah have a conversation what are you doing here why are you, if you here if you want to if you know sometimes it's implied when we're afraid of something if it wasn't a bad spirit like this friend if this one was a bad spirit or something like that i guess it probably would have visited you a few more times after that because it wouldn't that's care where i'm you. going with this yeah versus a but passerby where I was going with this, and I was mentioning Dell, who has his show actually tonight, um, the delicious recipe here on the network, not a cooking show. He, I remember one time he came through the door in this house and no, we don't have the paranormal activity that we had at the other home. And he came running in and he goes, something just grabbed onto my back. This is the way he described it. And he's very logical, very skeptical, even after everything we've been through. And my exact words were, well, then get your butt back outside and get whatever's on there and send it on its way. Never happened again. So that was at a passerby for whatever reason, curious, whatever it was. Maybe wasn't sure how to, I don't know why it was here, but it didn't stay. And it just passed through. Did it cause any damage, any harm? No, I think it freaked him out. I Like I was being a smart ASS about it. Like get your butt back outside. What are you coming in here to tell me for? Like go. <laughs> so about this. We talked a little about this last night, Laurie, um, mm -hmm. that sometimes what we really want, what we wish, what we feel, what we believe in will manifest itself because you're creating the world. Oh, I, tell you, I don't know, Laurie, did, did I tell you the story about, I was in this little house that I lived in uh, before this house, right before this house I lived in. It's just a 500 okay. square little house, real old. And I, I remember had all kinds of house. Yeah. And I had all kinds of cats hanging out and I, it was all animals over there all the time, everything. Well, one day I was doing kind of like my own little investigation on elementals and I was sitting okay. there. I hadn't, I haven't spoke to them in so many years and so long since I was a little child, I was very aware of that, but I haven't really like sat down and just had like a conversation. So I sat down and I had the conversation. I just, and I just kind of just like shooting the crap in my room by myself. I just good intentions. I was like in a little meditation. I was just like, Hey, you there. What's up? Hi. I'm, I'm like, Hey, I would really love you back in my life again, if you can. Da, da, da. And um, just said, you know, Hey, I'm grateful for you guys. I know you're around. And all of a sudden that night, Oh my gosh, I heard, and this was the dad giveaway. 
I heard like a little bell, like you'd put on a cat in my room going, and my cat doesn't have a collar and neither do the cats outside. They were all feral cats. You heard these little bells in my house. I heard stuff running across the kitchen floor and my cat would run in there and run. And I'm like, don't hurt it, whatever it is, cat. But all, <laughs> all kinds of weird stuff started happening. Now, can I definitely say that was them? No, I can't validate it because I don't have a picture or nothing. But I can tell you from my personal experience that there was some crap in that house going on for days after that until I finally said, hey, I got it. You're here. And you know what? When I did that, they stopped. Yeah, they stopped. So, And we have that power. Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and we have that power as human beings on this planet. You can call it dominion, you can call it whatever, but we were talking, we were, we should mention Dave has a pretty big following on TikTok and we went live on there last night to help promote the show and the week before. And somebody was asking about this. They said they had played with the Ouija board when they were younger and they think something had stayed behind. Now, both of us felt that it wasn't something necessarily negative, but I also shared that if there was some being in your house, a human being that the ice cream truck was going by and they decided to hop into your house and they're hanging around. What would you do about that? Would you put up with it? No, I'd get angry, but you're going to be pretty darn firm. Or, I mean, you could get help. There are people that help you, but we have the ability, each one of us. And that's why we started as with kids, because I believe every child, especially very young, can see spirit and communicate with spirit. Many children remember why they're here and, and why they came here as they get older. And I, I use this example all the time, just like we're natural born athletes or musicians or leaders or whatever it may be. I think that that's part of the reason why some people do remember and the veil doesn't go up if, if you want to call it that, but is it ever gone away? No. Sometimes it takes a little work. Um, we all have to every day, right, Dave? We do have to connect with spirit. We are in connection with spirit. I'm very clear audience. You're very clear audience, meaning we can hear. But we talked about this last night too. David will hear a difference in voice. I don't, but I know it's a difference between myself and my guides. So these are the kind of topics, many of these things we just sort of just taught, touched on that we're going to do shows on. And if you guys have questions or you've got like you want to share your experiences or try and understand them, that's why we talked about this, right, Dave, and thought maybe this is why we should get together. We hadn't seen a podcast really like this, right? We do have to talk about anything. If you guys, anybody out there is, if you're a working spiritual person or new to it or anything and you one advice, we're more than happy to give it to you. Um, we are also very open, Laura Lee and I. I mean, when somebody tells me something, I never close it off and go, well, that's not my experience, so you're wrong. Never. You just don't do never. You let people- I always say, just because I haven't experienced it didn't mean it didn't happen. And when someone says, uh, can I share something with you? It's really strange. I literally think inside, yeah, try me. You have yeah. no idea some of the things I've seen and heard, and again, just because I haven't experienced it didn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, it, stuff happens all the time in our lives. And I mean, even people who are who are watching us now say to themselves, well, nothing's ever happened to me. I bet it has. But what happens is we are so trained to ignore it. Um, there is a, um, a part or in logic. Beetlejuice. Yeah, there's a part. Remember, did you ever see Beetlejuice? 
Yeah, I love that movie. That's the part that, to me, that is very, very true. And when it was said in that movie, I'm like, oh, I can't believe they said something like that because it's absolutely true. When it says that the living ignore the dead, they're, but mm -hmm. they can be seen by the strange and unusual. And um, Lydia said, I can see them because I am the strange and unusual, which is true. So a lot of people, it's not that all this stuff isn't there in front of you, just like it is in front of me. It's just, I'm hardwired to just acknowledge it and see it and feel it and experience it where some people aren't. But that doesn't mean I'm better or anything. It just means you're not hard. Well, the other thing that plays into that, I think, too, Dave, is that I think, and I always say to people, whether you believe it or not, you were coming into this world with somebody with you. And but when you transition, as I call it, back home, there will be somebody there with you, as well as loving beings, whether it's family or whomever, to meet you. But we are never, ever, ever alone, right? But they also protect us. They are also, I believe, so if, if maybe seeing something that was strange and unusual would like totally send somebody right off the deep end. I have seen people, or you can get into gatekeepers, whatever. I mean, there's so many topics to talk about with this that we're so excited about this new podcast. That may be why you're not seeing. The other thing is, and this is an interesting concept that a friend of mine used to do a podcast with Seraphine Hurley brought up. And I think it's so important. People always have this thing in their head when they look at the paranormal and they're excited about it that 3 a.m. That's the bewitching hour. That's when it happens. Things happen in light too. But people feel okay, more yeah. safe. Thank you for bringing that up because that's absolutely freaking true. It's they're not mm -hmm. just there at night; they're there during. The, I do readings during the day. I see them during the day. I have strange stuff happen during the day. It happens. I think, I think maybe the nighttime is because it gives people a certain feeling for when they want to do it. But unfortunately, some people go into this. If you go into this fear based, it's usually what you get. So, but yeah, like Mona Lisa says, they, they're there they're during the day uh, all the time. You can you get stuff during the night. Oh, I want to say hi to Elizabeth Gates. I hope you're still here. Elizabeth, we were talking. I highlighted you. I saw you. Thank you for being here. But Christina shared something. You want me to read it, Dave? Because I think it cut off some of it. Okay, it says, I had a dream that came true. Neighbor, um, Neighbor's door, an empty house opened on its own. It's a repeating dream. And the other empty house has a vibe in the brackets, an old well that's not covered. An old woman wagon trail from 1870s on a hill near river that flows backwards. Yeah, ley line is near. I, my radio went bonkers crossing it. So what's your, I, I have some thoughts. You want to go first since I read it? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I okay. have to put it back. You put some really pertinent information. Now, one of the things when I'm either doing a show or or whatever, or teaching and mentoring, okay, one of the most places I think that it's easiest for information to be downloaded. I believe we astral travel while we're dreaming, but is when we're asleep because we're open. Okay, so it's not unusual to get information in a dream that could possibly be prophetic could there could sometimes it's nothing but i can show you books all by the bed and i take notes if i wake up she a spirit says you need to write this down so i always suggest to people before your feet hit the ground in the morning and we run off to the bathroom or grab our coffee 
jot a few notes down what you remember what you were dreaming about because when you go back through it i bet you you'll be surprised the information you will get in a dream because we're in the subconscious i was just going to add and it speaks in a different language sometimes so you were going to add something dave go ahead and then i'll I'll continue i have a question about it it says had a dream that came true so this entire dream came true that's the way I took it. We'll see what Christina says. Um, hearing spirit Neighbors talk uh, between this. Is it skipping? I'm sorry if it's skipping, you guys. Is it skipping? It shouldn't be skipping. Let me move forward. It might be my uh, connection. Sometimes my connection likes to do this. It shouldn't. I'm right above the... Um, right above the wi-fi router so let us know if that's a problem because if i have to move we will move uh the door was was wide open all on its own closed it and checked house so is this in the dream christina or is this in the real world right dave yeah that's what i'm talking was all of this in the real world or are you dreaming this because there's two different ways to look at it because she said, I need to write this all down. I always tell people, like, don't write an essay with dreams. Just jot a few significant points down that when you read them again, it'll jog your memory. Yeah, and as far but, as dream goes, besides what you saw, write down how you felt or, like, what color was. People always forget that. It's like, what color was? Because dreams are very metaphorical. It's kind of like, for me, whenever I dream of a house, the house is always me. It's me. The I am the Dave. It's the house. So I've dreamt of houses that were two-story, one-story, had no staircase. So it means I can't get to something that's going that. And usually that's how I figure out. That's they, they started doing that to me. So if I have dreams about houses, I know the house is representing me. A lot of times when I have dreams about people I know, um, like people say, I keep dreaming about my ex. That doesn't mean your ex is coming back. A lot of times in dreams, you're they need to place a face with you with something so um a lot of times you're dreaming of aspects of yourself not always i'm just saying these are things that you want to look at if it doesn't make sense one way it might make sense another way um if 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 i dreamt that um i, I saw a neighbor's house with the door opening closing when nobody was home and then it happened to me the next day i would know right then and there I was meant to go there to investigate it for whatever reason. And I wouldn't even worry about it. I would just go do it. Um, the rest of it, I'm not quite sure what you meant. If it was with just a dream or did it happen? Like the river flowing backwards. Yeah, like there might be some information that you're being led to this, Christina, and the way for you to discover Um there maybe there's some historical stuff that went on the land maybe there's spirit there that needs some of your assistance with helping cross them over with you mentioning you can hear spirit that could be something there's lots of different reasons why now to me the reason why your radio went crazy you mentioned about the well water is an incredible conductor of energy as are ley lines so um it's a repeating dream she okay hang on i want to make sure i don't miss this um she said it's a repeating dream 
of a door that is always coming open and felt like an open doorway to the other side. See three story set is for sale and the door was wide open in real life door was open. And yeah, it's a feeling of not being secure before you say anything, Dave, I want to add something. I had somebody on the angel rock a couple months ago by the name of Delphi Ellis. If you look it up, it's on my YouTube channel. It's the easiest way to find it, but you can find it on our network channel. She is from the UK and she was talking about dreams and how important they are. Um, there's a lot of information in there that I wanted to share. And she is the one, and I have to agree with her. Many people ask what their dreams mean. You are the best decider of what that dream means, believe it or not, you are. And she, I concurred with her. She was the one that brought this up through research. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, dream interpretation is best done by yourself. There's stuff that actually goes, the river actually flows backwards in real life. So there's something about that. Christina, I have a question. Minus to dream aside, there's a really strong feeling they're giving me to give you this answer for something. I don't know if you've been wondering about your past lives or past life regression, but I really feel there's something ancestry coming in. And I'm talking about not your spiritual ancestry, but your linear ancestry. It almost seems like those ancestors are coming back to tell you something. Yeah, I think that's why I said what I said, especially when you mentioned about the 1870 something, I believe, and that this is repeating. So repeating dreams don't always mean there's important information, but it's something I believe on our subconscious, our higher self was coming through, that there's a message within it for us to take a look at. And believe it or not, our guides are, are great. They want to be here to help us uh, succeed as well as angels and all higher astral plane beings that are with us at various times in our lives. So ask them for the answer. If you can't figure it out and you're not sure what it is, they will give it to you. It might be in a number, might be in a song, might be in something, but they will give it to you if you can't say directly hear them. Yeah past life yes i feel it i'm reading these out dave because people that are listening may not see this um past life yes i feel it spot on and yeah i'm supposed to help this area heal beautiful i do want to remind you if you're just tuning in you are listening to the premier broadcast of our show the thing at the foot of the bed with myself laura lee potvin and david hansel it's coming through to you on 105.3 out in orleans louisiana as well as all over the world and just to remind you Please share the show as well as our network because there's something for everybody on here. We have all kinds of live shows, syndicated shows, previous past shows, and we would love for you to share it as well as if you've got ideas or questions or comments that you would love to share, maybe you want to know more about, you want to see in this podcast, let us know. We would love to, to come up with something or talk about it that you guys are interested in. Right, Dave? Is that Carmel? Yeah. It's chaos. Sorry, he was inching close to my keyboard. I didn't want him to unplug cameras, so I put him on my Is lap. it Carmel? Yeah, this is Carmel. This is my... This yes. Is, Be, he's, Jane, who was here first, she loves cats. We talk about... Well, she loves animals, but we talk about it often. So um, the one thing I was hoping... You're so welcome, Christina. We're so glad that all of you are here. Thank you. And feel free to share this with everybody out there. We'll see if we can have some more people. It's nice when we have a lot of people and are able to have a great discussion. And um, if you've got some questions in the audience and you're wondering, and maybe you just tuned in, 
the place where we will see your comments. If you go to UFO Paranormal Review Network on YouTube or on Facebook, we will see your comments and questions and we'd love to talk to you about it. Now, the one thing I was hoping that we could talk a little bit more about, Dave, is this concept of an imaginary friend. We've heard about it for years with small children. Now, my thoughts are there's no such thing as an imaginary friend. Now, we touched on it a little bit. You had said parents should ask, like, well, you fill it in. Go ahead, because you started it off, and I think it's a great place. The reason, okay, like, okay, to preface this, the reason why, why we came up with the thing at the foot of the bed is that, like, for us, a lot of this started in our early childhood, and that's when it really does happen for a lot of people, even people who aren't spiritual, but maybe they're, they're like total paranormal investigators now. The reason they are is because of something that happened to them as a child that's that can shake it. And that's pretty much done on purpose. If you bring something in as a child that nobody's taught you and it just stays with you forever, it's going to make you investigate it. Because the one thing I do know is the other side wants to make itself known, not just the other side, but they want everybody to know more than we know. Um, so that's what's coming forward. As far as invisible friends go with children, I think most children who say they have a friend, whether they can see them or not, do. Um, yeah. And I can, as number one rule, I've always used this as a rule and spirit is the one who told me to use this as a rule for years now. And I've just gone with it. If the child has a friend that is telling them negative things, that's not a spirit guide because they don't do that. That's something where the child might need something different. If a child just has a regular, I'm playing tea party. My friend loves, you know, this, that, and the other thing, or I see that. That's most likely they are because like Lori Lee said earlier, which is absolutely true. You do not come into this world alone. And some children choose to continue to have that connection to the other side. So some of them keep their imaginary friends a very long time. Um, mine have been around for over 50 years. So mine have been. So well, what there. I want to talk about though is where I have encountered this is uh, somebody will contact me and be, you have some paranormal activity or what they would classify as it. And then the first thing after I hear their story and ask a few questions, and if you, there are people out there that experience this, but if you're dealing with an experience a team, they're going to ask you a bunch of questions and it's nothing to be offensive, but they should ask you, do you have any mental health issues? Are you on any medications? Because those things can can cause certain things that may seem like paranormal activity, right? But what the next question I always ask people, do you have small children or do you have pets? And the reason why I ask them, and this may just be my belief system, I believe children can see spirits, especially when they're young, very young, as well as animals. Now, my thoughts are the reason why, besides everything we've mentioned today, is children's work is play and they live in the now, right? They don't have bills to pay. They don't have to go to work. They don't have all these things to do. And I'm talking especially like preschoolers and toddlers, especially. And then animals, it's the same thing. They live in the now. Does that not mean that we don't have memories and things that can affect us even that young? Yes, but generally the way these young children and I believe animals live their lives is right in the moment 
So that word moment is already in the past. They just live for the moment. They live in joy. They live in love. They haven't been tainted by negative emotions and what have you. So I think it's so important. And I'm going to bring this up again. I'm, I'm not trying to push my show, but I had somebody on the other night. She's on TikTok. And I think I've shared her with you, Dave. But she has a four-year-old who has come out with some very, quite a bit of wisdom, I would say, for a four-year-old. And part of it is listening to what she had to say and mom asking, asking open-ended questions and just supporting her, not making a big deal out of it, but supporting her, hearing her. If there's questions, there didn't seem like there was a lot of questions in the things she shared. This child was very knowing. I would call her claircognizant. She knew what she was talking about, kind of like you did, Dave, with the Sunday school, there's no hell. You knew this. There was no other reason you would know it. You just knew it. You were born with that knowing, right? Yeah. It was like a memory. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that I know, it's it's a it's an actual memory. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like if you remembered going to the store yesterday, you remembered talking to your mom yesterday, or you remembered waking up this morning. It's a memory. It's not mm -hmm. something that, I wonder if this really happened or something like that. It's like, nope, it happened. Then now you just deal mm -hmm. with it. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to tell you okay. what you said before is very true as far as um, like in, in, when people would call me up and ask me, hey, there's something in my house, you know, could you come over and just look at my house? I ask the same questions you do. I'm like, do you have small children or animals? And they always say, why? And I said, because there's usually a connection or sometimes spirits are in a house because of the animals or because of the small children. So um, I, mm -hmm. I, I always question too and i had done an investigation down the road from my old house a while back and a girl called me and she said there's something in one of the bedrooms and she said it's not negative or anything but it's always there and everybody could feel it as they go by and i asked her i said you have any children she said yeah and i said okay and she asked me if i'd just come over and look at the house and i said sure <laughs> so i went over to look at the house and I walked it with them and I don't charge to walk people's house for something like that. I, I don't, don't do that. That's, that's helping somebody. That's not getting a reading to find out if you're going to get mm -hmm. married. I mean, that's literally, you know, they were curious and, you know, so I went over there anyway, it ended up being a long, like two hour reading through the entire house. Because when I got there, the little girl who played downstairs, they, weird stuff would happen after she was done. Well, I went up to one of the bedrooms and there were just boxes and I was in there and I won't say the lady's name because if, in case they're watching, but I was sitting there and the spirit gave me her name and gave me the year that she lived in the house and the year that she died, which is, it was uncanny. It was how, how accurate she was because I, I can't believe I got it. It's not, it doesn't always work that perfectly, but she did. And they're like, that's my great. great board yet you know she was born after her i'm like no but she knows her and her um her daughter would say her name it was the exact name i guess i left that out it was the exact name that i got um it was the daughter who said that did you did i cut out or was it just swirling? i don't know what of us did but sometimes that happens i've been moving my computer i'm like i said i'm right over the router but sometimes that happens it shouldn't i'm using my computer instead of my phone but we'll we'll figure it out no worries okay. keep going so but the long story short, when I got there, that 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 great grandmother was coming in for the child because she knew her and the little girl had been saying her name. And when I came in there and I said the same name, they're like, oh, wow. So, yeah, 
that happens. Oh, back to what you were saying, Lolly. I'm sorry. Oh God, I think I've even forgotten. No, I was thinking about the connection, but but I guess where we're going with this is, and you know what, we would never tell people what to do or how to do it, but we do get a lot of questions about this. You know, my kid's a little different. I've had people contact me, exact words, and they say they're seeing or hearing such and such and such and such. And, and it doesn't matter the age of the individual. You live with someone, whatever. Ask them, how does it make you feel? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? Because some of the things that we don't realize, and I believe for myself, this is part of my mission, is teaching human beings how incredibly powerful and gifted we are. And we can do so many things that we've never been told that we can do that is possible. And where I'm going with this is everything is energy. Right down to a rock, a grain of sand. And the thing is, right? is that energy one of the laws is it can neither be created nor destroyed but it can be transferred from one place to another plus it has to go somewhere say when you pass away there's still that energy there right it's got to go somewhere i know dave knows this and so it's the same thing with a lot of this stuff that we're dealing with right like it's energy everything is energy we're going to hear it we're going to see it and i think that children are more in tune and adept at these kind of things right so what what do we do about it is where I'm going with this. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a sec. Um, so with children, right, I think it's so important. I think it's important with anybody that we we care about is to get them the space to feel safe, to be able to share what they're seeing, what they're experiencing. And, and again, I think we've touched on this already, Dave, even though we may not be experiencing it or feeling it or sensing it or whatever it is, Right. Especially if you know the individual and you love them, because how many cases have you worked on? I know I have where maybe one or two individuals are experiencing something and the other two or three or four aren't. And then it can create a great divide amongst the family instead of just creating a safe space to hear them. You don't have to agree. You can agree to disagree, but to be open so that they feel like they're being heard and being able to share it. Yeah, I think it's always important. I've had, I've come, you know, I, I can't say that I haven't come across people who there was something outside of the spiritual nature wrong, but. Yeah, we agreed. You know, we're going to talk about it on here. <laughs> uh, it has happened. I mean, I've, I've had people do some, I have people, I get readings from people tell me they've done some crazy things, but I might say it's crazy things, but don't worry. I don't judge because. I, I can't. My job is to judge. Crazy life there is, um, but but yeah, some some it's some wishful thinking and some just wanting something, or they're just trying to do the fake it till you make it thing. Um, so they're just constantly seeing stuff when you know they're not. It's like, hey, that's okay when you're not. You need to let people. If you don't see something and don't get something, that's okay. Because even you know mediums, not to get off the subject, but it's kind of the same. Um, I have mediums who I know that, especially like the new ones, like all of a sudden spirit wasn't there or they weren't getting the information. So they were just kind of, they didn't want to be fraud. So it was just, they were just making stuff up. And then, you know, they got caught. You don't, it's, it's better to just not know it than it is to pretend to know it 
And that's where it comes from when people are seeing stuff too. I know like the spirit world right now wants everybody open as much as they possibly can. So anybody watching right now, don't be surprised within the next year, you just start really start getting some really weird stuff happening to you because it's supposed to, that's the time that we're in right now. So more and more people are seeing things. So I don't discount really anybody. I, I, I you Okay, can't. what I was going to share. I've remembered, I'm sorry, guys, I was thinking about 20 million things, including hopefully the signal's okay. Where I was going with energy and what, how powerful we are as individuals. We've had this discussion on this network here before in a paranormal panel, is telekinesis and what some of the research is showing. And it's nothing against girls, I'm a girl, but teenage girls around 13 to 15 very powerful when they get angry. So uh, they can actually move things with that anger unintentionally. Telepathy, uh, another thing that's quite powerful, why people can communicate with animals, because um, animals do communicate. I know Dave well, can do a whole thing on that about animal communication. I'm working on it. But the thing is, right, so these are things that we have to look at and be open to. That's where I was going with this. So again, no judgment. You've heard me many times if you've watched the Angel Rock or if I've been live, I say, not my job to judge, and it's not. I know you were going to say something, Dave. I could tell with you naughty. <laughs> nope. No, it's the same exact thing, the way it's going. It's, you can't judge people. You can't You can't do any of that stuff. It's really weird. I just want to, I don't know. I, I was listening to these guys are chatting to me. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk and listen to these guys at the same time. I knew you were distracted. Yes. Okay. Well, let's talk about telekinesis because... Yeah. Have you guys, again, this shows our age probably, but I don't hide my age. I'm 57, so I'm not going to, I don't care. It's, you know, it's a number. I'm not going to act like I'm a teenager, but what, Dave? I said, I'm 32. I'm kidding. You're 32. Um, yeah, right. No, I'm 56. Well, have you guys ever seen that movie Firestarter with Drew Barrymore when she I was know, a child? Stuff, I know stuff does happen. I haven't seen anything huge yet. They've been trying to prove it. Like people trying to disprove Yuri Geller and all that other stuff. I do know for a fact telekinesis exists. I do know for a telepathy is real because that's how we communicate on the other side. And it is telepathy. And that's how the other worlds communicate with us. Telepathy. We don't, it's in, and in telepathy, there's no, um, you don't have to worry about what language do you speak because it's telepathic. It, you're sending images, pictures, feelings, one word, has a lot of meaning to it. Uh, so for instance, if I tele if I sent Christmas to somebody you wanted to, Christmas has 30 billion meanings behind it. Just if you close your eyes and say Christmas, how many images come into your head? Candy canes, Jesus, presents, trips, everything comes with one word. So it's a lot easier really telepathically to do stuff. And I know that's how people, I mean, a lot of you prize with like family members, maybe your mom or dad, you'll, you'll, you know what they're thinking. Even like, as they start talking, you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going with this <laughs> because you're picking it up right away. It's that quick and that natural. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to add something. I'm not sure what that comment is. We'll get to it in a minute, but yes, you're right about this. 
right? And that's where we forget. Now, I'm going to give people listening, whether you're listening on the replay, and I should remind you too, that after this is over, we are carried anywhere where podcasts are carried or talk radio, you name it, we're carried there. We are also streaming on Roku TV as of now. And very shortly, we will be on Amazon and Apple TV. So watch for that as well. But where I was going with this was that um, I... He's been on my show quite a few times, Augie Nost. He he has a co-host, uh, Nori Love, on Broadcast Team Alpha. And he also does a thing where he helps people under, understand and begin to work with the power of the mind. And the mind is very powerful as are our words and our emotions, right? So what he got us to do, and it works because I've used it. Next time you're standing in line or in queue, I guess, depending if you're over in the UK or Europe or wherever you may be, You've got an individual in front of you. His, his what he suggested was, I'm going to turn around for those watching at the back of your neck, back here, at the nape of your neck where your hairline meets. Stare at it and focus. So you're not looking somebody in the eyes, so you don't look creepy. <laughs> but keep no. thinking, turn around, turn around, please. Turn around and focus it. Now, it may not work the first or second time, but as you start to learn to focus and focus it, it's amazing what happens because the person, and it, it's happened more than once when the person turned around. So it wasn't something that was just the off chance that it happened to be the person turned around when, when say I was trying it. But they look around and they start looking like, did somebody, did somebody call my name? Like, why? Like, they know, they can feel it. It's the same yeah. reason why, depending on your level of intimacy, when somebody steps into your personal field, of our personal space, which we would call sometimes in our field, David, our aura, which I know, you know, we automatically step back because it feels icky, right? It's just like, dude, personal yeah. space, right? Because we can feel and we can sense these things, but we never are taught to focus on these things or, or to be aware that these things exist, right, Dave? Yeah, and that's that's part of the reason what helps people like Laura Lee and me do what we do is because we do pay attention to those things. You, you made a good point before about um, uh, looking at somebody's nape of the neck and saying stuff. Not only do like words have vibration, that thought has a vibration. So when you're sending that, that's basically how telekinesis in my in my understanding for for David, the way David can understand it, is that we are moving vibrations. We're literally getting the vibrations to make waves. It's almost like controlling water. So mm -hmm. um, it's like when people move a pencil, it's mind control. And for me, they're sending out that vibration. The focus is so strong. Another way too, I think like telekinesis, I wonder, do you think telekinesis somehow works with shifting dimension? Because if you're thinking something really, really strongly and the pencil moves it's like did the vibration move the pencil or did you slide over to the dimension where the pencil moved you know okay so it's kind of like what i showed last night let's show them on here again tonight no i'm not a witch or anything like this okay oh yeah we talked about yeah, last night yeah. what's that yeah pendulum work you're gonna use okay, a pendulum so we talked about a pendulum which is like a divination tool right i use it mainly in my crystal reiki checking people's chakras distance wise I don't use it for personal um, personal questions because I'm going to show you why. Okay, I'm going to try and keep my arms straight. Take a deep breath. 
let it out. Okay, I'm going to ask, steady, no, don't move. Okay, I'm going to ask it to move back and forth. Okay, now I'm, sorry, I moved. I'm going to ask it to stop. I'm going to ask it to turn. Now I'm going to ask it to stop. And I'm not going to be a show off here, but if I was able, well, actually, I probably could do it this way, but I don't know how well you'd see it. I could put my elbow here so it would be steadier. steadier. That's why I tried to tell you if my elbow moved. Now, I went, show, we were talking about energy, and I did this on a podcast, and people were in the chat going, oh, my God, she's a witch. She's a, no. Everything is energy. And once we understand that, and we start to focus on it and understand it. Now, I said that out loud, what I was going to do. Lots. Of, I don't have to say it out loud. Saying it out loud adds more energy and vibration. So I think that that's how telekinesis works, whether we plan it or not. Plus, there's a universal consciousness. Yeah. We are all part of each other. We're all connected. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, and if everything and the difference, if you're going to try some of telekinesis, uh, telekinesis, like like this pendulum. I got a. I love pendulums. Pendulums are so much fun, you guys. I say if you're getting started in this, go grab a pendulum and learn how to use it because they're they're just. And your body can be yeah, a, pendulum. a pendulum. Now, if I'm doing this work like this, it's going to be hard to tell you. Don't you guys stop it. It's going to be hard to tie, uh, tell you if it's going to move because of me. Look at them shake. I don't know if you can see it in here. The crystal shakes. This one does. It's yeah. Really weird. Can you yeah. see it? And you it's don't vibrant. need a pendulum. You can use a necklace. You can use anything yeah. that you've been wearing on your body. It connects, it, connect, it connects the energy. You can use your body as a pendulum. Um, I've used it when you're out and there's a bunch of vitamins. I can hold it in my hand and say, is this going to be good for my body? I don't say it out loud because I don't want to whip out my pendulum in a store and people think I'm crazy. But I don't use it for a lot of personal things because I know I can manipulate the results if I want to. Exactly. Now, if you want to play telekinesis with one of these, I don't suggest using it as a pendulum because what happens is pendulum work, we are going to... Our, our body does a few vibrations that makes it move because it comes from our higher self psychic. But if you took, like if you took this and you draped it over something and. I've never tried it, that. I wonder if it would work. Draped it over something and not touched it. If you can get it to move that way, that's starting to use telekinesis. So it's I a think good you way could to just look, up, look up spoon bending for people out there. And when I saw it, I was expecting people to actually bend the spoon with their mind. That's what I was expecting. But what they do, they give you a salt spoon. They bend the heck out of it. You see it on the screen. They focus on spoon bending and then go. Whoop. I've seen yeah, people yeah. do that. People, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people can. Some people can make stuff smoke. I mean, I I think telekinesis is real. I I personally I haven't did it consciously that I can go. I move something with my mind. I mean, because for me it's hard to tell because stuff moves around my house, and I and, and if it was me, I always blame it on a ghost anyway. So even if it was me, I'm like that wasn't me. Then I say that was you doing telekinesis. I'm like, no, it's not. It was Larry the ghost. He did it. Um, okay, so Janie, Janie loves cats, Dave. She said, I told Laura Lee that I used to take my pendulum with me to buy cat and dog food. I would use the pendulum on each bag and get a yes or no, meaning obviously I, I'm going to put the words in for you, Janie. Is this going to be 
the best food for my cat or dog. And it was pretty funny when the manager caught her. Yeah, exactly. That's why I say you can use your body because if you're standing out there with a pendulum, people are going to be looking at you like you got 10 heads. Nothing and, if wrong any, and if there's any naysayers watching or anybody thinking this, um, if she's doing the pendulum, that's her telling what the food is. I know, but she's getting the she's getting the information psychically that she's asking. It's going through her body and moving that pendulum. So if somebody needs to get the information that way, the pendulum's doing a good job for you. And did the cat food work or the dog food work? If it did, then you know you were correct. So I think there's that's a, I, testing. There's muscle testing you can do too. You you test it right, and um, you can test to see if your energy is strong. But also, there's a whole thing with it. Maybe something we'll cover in one show. But long story short, you hold the different bottles in your hand and push down. And if there's resistance and it's strong, they claim, and I believe it. I've used it before that that would say be the best brand. So you've got twenty, twenty bottles of vitamin c but all different brands but you're not sure which one is the best for example right yeah i guess y'all just have to do your experiments which i highly recommend if if yes. the best way is not to take like our word for it do the freaking experiment because some of them work i gotta tell you guys about a really cool one laura lee okay. you're gonna love this so you know the water okay. experiment that was you know the water experiment that was proven right you know about they took three glasses of water they said something negative dr. something Moto. Yeah, yeah dr moto well a long time somebody i was dating what they were very religious kind of religious but they taught sunday school but in the closet they had um this little white bottle of um what is that called Bap baptismal water or whatever you know that the priest blessed. oh yeah okay yeah holy water a little, from a baptism yeah and we got in an argument and they were saying how, oh, I'm the devil and this and that. And you should quit seeing this. And, you know, all this is going to happen. And I saw that bottle. I picked it up. And she's like, yeah, don't splash it on yourself because you're probably burned to death. And I said, really? And I took the cap off and I drank it. And they just looked at me and I said, do you notice how there's absolutely no change because that water has not any better than anybody else doing it? So I thought about that for a long time. And then I saw the experiment. I started doing something and you guys need to try this. I took some water in a cup. Okay, just a glass cup. And I put it on the counter one day. My mom was not feeling well. And I put this and she was in the other room. And for about two, three days, every day I walked up to the water and I said beautiful words to it. And I said, I would, and my intention, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to do it. So I'd say, hey, I just want to make sure that I can bless this water like better than a priest so it heals people. So, so my mom feels better. So I just, this water's beautiful and all this stuff. And I did that for about three days. And then she came out and she had like this, she came out of the room later on and she just looked terrible and she wanted a glass of water. So I went in the fridge and I grabbed that glass that I've been talking to and she drank it. Yeah. I didn't tell her what I did to the glass. And I, I kid you not, it was less than an hour later. She goes, I feel really good. And I'm uh, like, really? That's odd. And I'm a strong believer. You don't have to be clergy or anything to bless water. No. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm not, taking away anything from those people, but you are just as special and beautiful and important than anybody else. So I would say you can do stuff to your water. If you can, you can, I, I won't say don't try to like heal a disease yet, <laughs> but I mean, go ahead and experiment and do some stuff with that water. Say, or maybe one day say some really funny things to the water all the time and see if somebody drinks it and giggles. I mean, you're literally taking energy of something and you're putting it into energy. And like Lorelei also said earlier, water is a superconductor when it comes to spirit energy. 
I so, bless my water before yeah, I that's drink it. Thing. That's basically what I was doing and blessing water, but you can bless it with all kinds of uh, emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, send it love. I have put healing into water. Um, I forget one of my mentors I worked with suggested that. So I do that with every liquid that I drink uh, silently. Yeah. You don't have to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. You know how when people go to, if you ever go to like a, a fast food place, well, that's maybe a bad answer, uh, example. Uh, say you're just eating dinner at home and you ate too much steak or chicken or whatever you eat, you know, no judgment. Mm -hmm. um, and you say, oh, I feel terrible after I eat it. You, you probably need to start blessing your food because yeah. no matter what you eat, no matter what you eat, where you are in the spectrum, our food, there's energy behind it. So even like me, I don't eat animals, but I eat plants. So even plants are living. So I bless the food I ate from the plants even. You know, if I'm going to eat a dandelion salad, I'm like, thank you, dandelion. Thank you for doing this for me. And yes. thank you for keeping me alive. You know, Have this you is awesome. Have you seen that experiment that there is, it's with a lady that's not a musician and Dave is, is responsible for the awesome opening we have. So I want to thank him. He did all that hard work and he was so awesome at it. I didn't and, write the song. Um, <laughs> he still did a great job. He wrote the poem in there. He the did write the poem. So the lady went out to this field of sunflowers that she absolutely loved. I'd love to know what app she used because she was not musically, um, she was not musically blessed, like being able to play uh, an instrument like yourself, for example. And she connected something to the flowers. It was an app, like I said. And she recorded the flowers. And what came back was this incredible symphony. Oh, yeah. It's like almost like a singing. There you go. Those experiments where they did that, they actually hooked up. Um, uh, what's I got to remember her name. Patilla. Someone Patilla. She's a medium. I can't remember her first name. She did a whole thing on that. with. Um, Sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on with our signal here. Oh, mm -hmm. we're back on. Um, but it's uh, Mavis Patilla. That's yeah. We I am not quite sure. Mm -hmm. Um, she did uh, experiments where they put she did something on her show. They put electrodes and stuff into uh, plant dirt and all that, and connected to musical instruments and stuff. And it and it's music. It's certain sounds. So, um, but when, to get back to that, if you're eating, if you're ever eating like after you eat, you just feel like crap all the time. It could be because your food was really negative too. Cause even some animals during, um, when they dispose of them, uh, for food aren't treated very well. And that negative, the animal's fine after that, by the way, but, but the energy stays in there, uh, in that yeah. food and you consume it and it becomes part of you because it's true. What you are, what you eat. You know, your body takes on energy too. Elizabeth, I want to read Elizabeth's comment. She says, I bless the water in the shower too. And then I'm going to read the next comment for us, unless you want to read it, Dave. It's from Jane. But I want to add, let's go there a little bit with this about energy and why we see more sometimes increased activity paranormally in a place that has had a lot of tragedy and loss and negativity but do you want to read or you want me to read it uh, jane's comment i'm going to put it up 
Oh my goodness gracious. SED equals use that too. Um, yes, Dr. Moto and his water work. Yes. There is a healer Dalswick Center who can purify water, including large bodies of water, Raymond Grace. He taught classes at the Monroe Institute at one time. He always said no one ever said that he couldn't do it. He also cleared <laughs> old civil war battleground sites of earthborn spirits. The Lay Clay Baxter did lots of plant works. That is um a really th great thing that he did say. That was correct. Nobody um nobody told him he couldn't do it. Yeah, because yeah, so he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's 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 true. I've have a lot of stuff where people go, How did you do that, Dave? I'm like, Well, because nobody told me that I couldn't do it. So I'm like, did it. Uh, and that's true. I mean, we don't know, do it. I, I'm a believer that somebody can do that. Well, uh, the other thing I was gonna add is when people will ask me, like I share this video, two videos off my YouTube channel quite a bit. One is how to create a love shield because we're not coming from fear, right? And the other one is how to ground and grid. But I get a lot of questions. Well, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? And what I say to everybody is, and feel free to jump in, and then I want to talk about if you're open with that and good with it, about why collective energy when there's sad, negative, maybe even violent events, why what happens and it kind of goes along with the water thing here but the whole thing i say to people is if you're doing something meant completely in love and meant for your highest good or for somebody else's look at it as not thinking outside the box but there is no box right nobody's telling you you can or can't do it. if you're feeling called to do it and you're coming from a place of love do it right yeah, you're not yeah. you're not intending harm or hurt for anybody but nothing but the best for either yourself or someone else i say there are no limits what do you think dave yeah there aren't any i mean you you should if you're doing stuff for the good of not just you but all other people too there's nothing wrong with trying the only time i say you might not want to do something if you're doing something hateful um because that's why i make it clear you're doing it in love with no negative intention in any way. And the other thing is, guys, when you send negative stuff, not you guys, I'm the global you I'm using, or when one one sends negative things, right? Especially yeah. if people get into things like they're real intentional, maybe adding some alchemy or magic or whatever, there is always a price, I believe, to pay. What you send out is what you get back. And it's not this doesn't have to do with karma. It's no, energy. They, every practice of everything no, in Wicca, they know it. In anything, in anything, we all know what you put out has to come back to you eventually. It might not be this life, but it's going to accumulate and get back to you. So Plus you're I taking. You're taking yeah. from someone when you're sending something negative. So, yeah, you need to pay a price for it <laughs> somehow, some way. <laughs> With angels, with like angels even asking stuff for myself. I mean, I had just learned actually not too long ago, a while back, but not too long ago that when I asked angels for stuff, they're like, you have to, I, I actually ask them too, to make sure whatever I'm asking for does not interfere with somebody else's life. Because if it's going to interfere or hurt somebody, then, then I can do without. But um, you can ask for stuff and in you really do have to say stuff like that. You really do have to say, hey, this is for the good of all involved. Like like Laura Lee said, you, you just, you can ask for- No, like I've taught people, like they'll say, well, how long does the shield last or whatever? I said, 
For example, you could pick a strange word like pickle. And every time you say pickle, that will help invigorate and energize your, your shield. You could be creative and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or you can also shield others. You can shield a property. You can do do whatever like this woman Raymond Grace no one told him he couldn't he was meaning it for positive intention for all those around with the water right and obviously coming from the place of positivity and love and he did it oh yeah you can people we change the energy of stuff all the time um I had I had a thing somebody had asked me about why our house is haunted Oh, can we oh, get let's into talk this about that because that's kind of breaking into the energy about negative collective of energy with tragedy so, and what have you. Okay, go ahead, Dave. Sorry, I wanted to throw that in there. Start, let me start out by saying I, I do believe in this, uh, hauntings. I, I view them a little differently, but they're there. Um, ghosts are there. That's true. I believe all that stuff. I've, I've seen it, so I can't not believe it. Um, but there is one thing that happens that I've tried to explain to some paranormal groups. Some get mad, some go, oh yeah, you know, you're right. Um, and that is this, let's say in my house, I'm gonna, it looks spooky because it's getting dark in my house. There we go. So it was like a dark campfire, that was cool. So let's say that uh, tonight I uh, fell and hit my head on the side of the bed and and unalive and died okay um and somebody might come into this house and they'll you know see all this stuff but the neighbors across the street who are kind of weird might tell people yeah that guy died in that house i said you don't want to live there and then the new people might go well what happened they might go well it was told that he fell and he hit his head because he was in a rage and all this other stuff. And then, the, and then they'll come in this house with that feeling that they just got from somebody and they'll start feeling that that energy is now in that house. And then the next right. person comes in. I heard that somebody's in a rage and, and, and hurt and killed themselves. Not only that, but they shot themselves because they were in despair and all this other stuff. And they tell this more scary story. All this energy starts building up in my house. And even though I never put it in there, other people did. So now my house is considered a demon haunted, terrible house and nothing ever happened to it, but other people put in the energy. So that I can agree. happen. Yeah, that can happen. We can do stuff. It's kind of like, I love a good scare like anybody else, but I've been to houses. I've done, I was one vacation. Uh, I was on one um, investigation where they said all these terrible things in this big, huge asylum. And I thought, really? All this stuff in this one place? Well, as I walked, I did the walkthrough. Yeah, some, some parts are pretty awful. But one of the specific rooms of something that happened was there. And I went in there and I said, I just don't feel what you guys are feeling. And they're like, oh, yeah, all this happened and all that happened. I was curious. So I sat down with the spirit in the dark and I chatted with my little notebook. And not only did the spirit tell me none of that was true, but also gave me uh, something that that they could validate. So she gave me something. I went back and I told them, I said, I know her name. And I said her name. And I didn't know before I said her name. And I gave them this booklet, which they had. They investigated it. And I said, she didn't do it the way what happened to her didn't happen the way you are telling people. And she's just here to try to set that straight. And if you want her to leave, she's it, as soon as you tell people the truth, she'll take off. But you can also invite her to stay because she said she's having fun anyway, which is really odd. So although that place was a haunted place and some of it was negative, there were parts of it that weren't negative. And the only reason they were negative is because everybody else was putting that, the living was putting that energy in there. Mm -hmm. the dead, that know? is 
That is one of the reasons I agree 100% because I'm hoping one time we're going to get to do a show on tulpas because that's when you start getting into things potentially like the New Jersey devil and things like this, right? Plus the other thing, and we mentioned this on the TikTok last night, both of us agree with this, and I'm going to read your comment in a minute, Nicole, is, um, and welcome, is that um, it's kind of like the game of telephone, so it gets embellished, but think about this, guys, and ladies and gentlemen, I'll say, everybody, everything on this planet, aside from what came from nature, has been thought up, has been created, and manifested, whether physically or whatever, by human beings. And again, we talked about the principles of energy, right? So the more and more people say, like you just gave the example, which I think is amazing, Dave, is, is the story started and then it grew and it grew and it grew. And when we get into really lower vibrational emotions like fear, anger, terror, um, I mean, I could go on and on, depression, but I'm saying people are coming in fearful. They're coming in with these thoughts already, right? They keep hearing this story that's embellished right? Where are, so again, did you create that story or energy? No. Or like you shared with this little individual that you were able to have the, the conversation with. What a beautiful transaction in the way, you know, you were able to talk and hear what the truth was and why this person was here and why they were doing what they were doing. Because I always say this, whether it's with the living or the, or the not alive, I'll say, behavior does not happen out of the blue. There is always no, so, a reason. Yeah. I'm going to add Nicole's comment. You said, yes, seeing and hearing things, but not being believed, especially scary things. I'll add one thing. I know I have been there, Nicole, and I've shared this with Dave recently. I ran into an individual that did not know I was a nurse, had not seen any of our evidence from our previous home, and decided to diagnose me with, are you guys ready for this? Because I'm making a t-shirt with this one day intergalactic satellite goldfish i was i was suffering from go ahead dave sorry i had to tell that <laughs> goldfish oh my god yeah, intergalactic satellite goldfish that was my psychiatric diagnosis i was making this all up <laughs> awesome though i like that no i um nicole i got that I, you know i think People, there's two kinds of people. Sometimes we'll tell people about something scary that happened and they will say, oh, that didn't happen, all that. A lot of times, sometimes, not a lot of times, sometimes those people say that because they fear stuff like that. So they don't want to know that there's any evidence of that stuff around. So they might say stuff like that. Um, and then there's people who just simply don't believe it and that's their thing. So you go, okay, you don't believe it. I'll go on. I'll go on from here. And then there's some people who always want to, there also, then there's people and I, and I, and I'm sorry, I can do this sometimes too. I will try to see if I can find if there's something outside the negativity in there. Um, I just always do it's just the way I work. It's habit. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I know there are, there's some stuff that's scary, but I'll try to see, is it scary because of this or is it scary because it was really scary but i got you nicole it sucks when people don't listen to you when you have that if anybody ever tells you guys if you guys are watching if we can tell you anything you take away from this if anybody ever tells you about anything weird or scary just listen if whether yeah. you believe it or not just listen that's what's important 
they, to be to let to let them be heard and you hear it there you know and now if they ask you can you do something about it then you say no i can't sorry you know mm-hmm. i'll support you to find somebody who will yes yeah. hey dave i'm thinking should we do our unpredictable predictable reading right now yeah go ahead and pick somebody Okay, well, let's see if somebody got a question. If you don't, we will just pick somebody that lights up here for us. You want me to do the picking or you want to do the picking? Nope, go right ahead. I can't see anybody anyway. Oh, can't you? You can't see the screen. I thought you'd be able to see the screen. Sorry. You know what? I forgot something. I was thinking you were looking at them on your page. And silly me. Go to comments. Comments at the top. Well, see, mine's not clicking on it. It's stuck on private. Now that now they're coming up. There we go. Okay. Uh, you want to pick or you want me to pick? No, you go right ahead. Or let's see if people want to write a question. We'll give you that. Yeah. Now, you guys that are just tuning in, the unpredictable, predictable reading, and I have to give Dave credit for that name. I loved it, and I wrote it down, and I hung on to it in many of our conversations and planning this is we talked about just doing readings, which we love to do. And we both agreed, we met in a group which shall remain unnamed many years ago. And there were some good things that came out of it, like meeting cool people like Dave and many other friends that we have. But you would do a bit of teaching and then you would do readings. And I don't know, we talked about this and Hey, in the beginning, before I remembered my gifts, yeah, I wanted a reading too, right? You want the reading. You want to hear what somebody's got to say. So we said, let's do this. Sometime during this two-hour period, we're going to pick somebody and we're going to do a reading for you. One question reading. Dave will give you what he gets from spirit and I will give you what I get from spirit. So like I said, we'll give you a few minutes or a few seconds here to type a question. If not, We'll just scroll through some of these people I know, Dave. That's why I'm asking if you want to pick. Oh, well, well let's it's see. So much easier to read for people you don't know. I find that, anyways. It is. It is. See I'm any questions? Dave. I think they're all afraid to ask a question. I don't want well, to know. That's my... okay. Can... okay, then what? I'm I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick Nicole, and I'm going to pick Nicole because I don't know her. Okay, and I so, did, so you can start. <laughs> I get to pick Nicole. Well, do you want to pick somebody that you don't know too? We'll do two t- tonight maybe because it's um Anybody wants it's to ask our... if, if you pop something up there, I will I will answer it. Yeah, so Nicole, what I'm going to start with you with, I'm going to pick a card for you because I don't know you. Best way for me to connect usually is hearing somebody's voice. Do I have to? No. But unless you haven't answered a question, I always tell people the more specific you can be, the more specific spirit can be with you. So the deck I was called to use, I have a few here. Oh, oh, this just, you got two cards that popped out actually, Nicole. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, Is Diana Cooper's Archangel Animal Cards. I haven't used these in a long time. So first one is Monkey. Experience all that life has to offer. And the Archangel that is associated with this is Archangel Raphael. Holy cow, there's all kinds coming through. So what I'm getting with this is to be you 
obviously we can work with any angel, but Archangel Raphael is coming through because what's going on with your, your relationships around you doesn't have to be romantic, but there's a lot of healing that has to happen with the heart. Being open to that, being open to working with that, being open to healing that will be some of the key answers. Sir, and I'm literally hearing this, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I'm feeling like this has to do with a relationship that has not been going well over, I've got my eyes closed so I can concentrate, but that it has not been going well. You've been wondering what's going on here? Why are we not getting along? Um, you picking anything up, Dave, because I am about this, but it's all about healing and this will facilitate more, I don't want to use the words, more loving relationships relationships that will go along a lot easier with with less distress or discord i don't know what are you are you picking anything up i know she's your friend but trying to from the from the actual card i've got another one too you want me to share that one too because this yeah. one is ant cooperate for the highest good of the community and this is archangel i don't have my glasses on i don't think i've oh, ever heard this i got you i got you already Okay. I've never heard this name before. Yeah. Um, the ant comes up for a specific reason. You have more strength than you know. Um, mm -hmm. you're, 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 you can be more courageous uh, in the things that you do. Um, just like an ant can lift like 50 times its weight. It doesn't worry about anything. Um, the, the, and the monkey is a little different how it separates. Like, like an ant, when the ant comes up, it's to me it feels it feels so much like you need to to not be afraid and just do it and that you can take all the stuff that comes on you you can you can take a heavy load and you oh i don't know if i cut out or dave have right away from the colony um don't get caught into finding yourself doing what everybody else wants you to do you kind of need to do what you feel is correct um because i will tell you this you are correct you are correct. So your thoughts on the subjects you think about. Is that why I'm feeling the discord, Dave? Because I'm feeling like when that monkey card came up, that this is a healing thing and that there was, there's some kind of discord going on. And I add that, that I didn't feel like it was her fault, but I, I love what you're saying. That's what I kept asking. Yes, picking up the other aspect of it or not. I'm just, I'm talking to, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting into the totem of it. Um, and that's what uh, they keep hearing back from me. Um, just be courageous and know you can take, you can take a lot. Um, if, if you get a lot of weight put on your shoulders, uh, just know that you are able to carry it. You can do this. You're a lot stronger than you think you are. And you are taking away a lot of things. Like I said, the reason the monkey comes in is it almost feels like you need to step away from that colony even though you're strong and you're taking on a lot of stuff that got there has to come a time when you have to take care of yourself and the ant's not going to take care of itself an ant sees itself in the colony and it's for the colony and everything else a monkey can be away from other monkeys and so can you but you're always going to gravitate back towards family or friends and that's what they do in a pack but um as you go forward just make sure that you can you do you just do your thing you're good yeah, yeah, and I'm glad he said that because that's what I really felt. I didn't even really look at the ant yet because I'm feeling like part of a collective. But honestly, yeah, I keep feeling this when Dave's talking about take care of you, you're 
good. I kept feeling like that it's not necessarily you that this issue is going on with, but also to take care of you. That's what the healing's apart. So self-nurturing, self-care. We can't pour from an empty cup, right? You're very giving. So make sure that you continue to fill up your own cup so you can continue to do what you are doing. Now, David, I lit this up. The other thing I forgot to mention, though David and I do mediumship, we do not do mediumship readings on live shows unless say something comes through super clear and this is why because it's so personal right dave yeah, yeah i do got one kind of clear <laughs> What's that? elizabeth rowe i need to can i answer that you can and then please which i know jane but i was hoping she was going to ask so we're doing three i guess tonight so go ahead with elizabeth we got to read the question though dave yeah, let me get Elizabeth. Okay, Elizabeth, my friend Tanya who passed came to me in the dream the other night, gave me a hug and said she was sorry she was not a better friend. I don't understand why she thought this. Hold on just a minute, my sweetie. She's a very, very huggy person, it feels like. I'm sorry she's not super present to me, but she actually is a huggy person. She is in real life. I don't know why. Uh, I just feel like I want to be around people all the time, which she's giving me. Um, no, it wasn't meant like that. Uh, let me try to explain something to you. You can believe this or not believe this. This is up to you. If it resonates, that's fine. If not, okay. Um, so you passed came through in a dream. Um, she did give you a hug. That's something she's, she's wanted to do for a while. Again, she does. She's always craved uh, human interaction in, that, in this life for whatever reason why she was here. She, she, she liked the human interaction. Um, but when she said she was sorry, she wasn't a better friend. That wasn't exactly it. It wasn't quite it, my dear. Um, what happened is you, 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 she came to you not shortly before you did the waking up. Um, Sometimes when we come out of our dream state or we snap back into our body, we miss something that just happened and our brain has to fill it in. So your brain was filling in a little bit of sadness that you had about missing her during the dream about being a better friend. She thinks you're absolutely amazing. So um, I just needed to tell you that real quick because that came through pretty strong and I was trying to explain it. It's hard. It comes in weird waves. That's what but happened with the first reading for me. It was like all of a sudden, like it was like, slow down. <laughs> I wasn't asking for that to come in and she just kept popping in. That, that energy just kept popping in. I didn't get her completely, but I got um, the sense of her. Um, will I ever be able to hear the animals clear as I want to? I love all the animals. You know what's funny is I'm going to have you do this. Don't say this. Will I able to hear the animals as clearly as I want to? I just need you to put it out there that you hear the animals clearly in whichever way you do. Just put that out there. Don't say as I want to because sometimes when we want stuff, um, it's not something we really need and we're guarded from that because um, hearing animals, because animals don't really, well, I don't know about you, but I don't hear vocal human languages, nor do they come through like, like souls do. They flash me a billion emotions, pictures, sounds, everything all at once. Um, and depending on the animal, uh, sometimes a lot of dogs will come in and give me greens and reds. And that's how I know it's a dog because dogs tend to see greens and reds better. So they'll give me a clue after doing this for so long. Um, yeah, you're on your way. So I really wouldn't worry about it. Just keep going. Let it unfold the way it's supposed to. 
I feel there's a special way animals might talk to you too, because everybody picks up different. Mediums are always different. Um, we all get stuff differently. It's just the way it works, how we're wired. It goes through our perception. Um, just relax and let it keep happening. I think you might be getting frustrated because you want to give more information, but tell you what, whatever they give you is a blessing. Take that and go forward. They'll start filling in the blanks more, but yeah, it's coming really soon. Um, by the beginning of 2024, you're going to be pretty well versed in it. Okay. I'm glad you answered that. There's a reason why I gave you that. I know Jane quite well, and I was I was putting it out to spirit. Please ask, because Jane, I wanted you to hear this, and I won't say anything more, because um, I just won't say anything more. Okay, there's a reason why, and uh, we weren't going to do three. We we're going to do one, but if something's going to jump out, like we said, we will grab it and do it. So I'm very grateful, Dave, that you, I know Elizabeth too. So thank oh, you guys. Uh, thank you for uh, the. The questions we appreciate this but we are going to do this every week the unpredictable reading could be at the free beginning could be in the middle could be at the end she said thank you she said uh thank y'all she said jane so thank you so we were going to talk about we got uh we got about 20 minutes or so left maybe 25 minutes so i before we did all this i was saying to you why do you believe like for example when I moved into my new place and I was talking to the neighbor, she didn't tell me where the activity was, but she pointed across the street and I was able to pick up. She goes, Jane's question was for her too. We should remind you if something resonates when you're listening here with the answers, either of us have given, that means it was meant for you as well to hear too. If you think that, Oh my God, this could have been for me. It was for you back to the place across the street. And the neighbor was explaining that they had lived across the street, but not specifically. And they pointed out that they had had some strange, strange paranormal activity, nothing dangerous, just kind of scary and annoying at times when the noise would happen and what, and right away I picked up that somebody had unalived themselves in one half of the building. And she just about fell off the steps. She was sitting on the steps when I sat it, but I literally could see it. And I've seen this now, I'd love to have this discussion with you because I'm of two minds. Is it because like you said, people know about this stuff and they go in and they manifest it. Never mind the theory of that energy has to be transferred from one place to another. So when we've got tragedy or horrible, evil things that happen, I've heard people say, including uh, indigenous people, that the land holds the energy or the tears of the act that happened. So what's your thoughts on that? Just what you said. The energy is still there. The energy is still there. I, I'm a strong believer in that myself. I, I believe that wholeheartedly when things happen in certain places, it leaves an imprint. You know, it really does. It's... Um, I'd like to think if somebody walks into this house 20 years after I'm gone, they're like, I just feel all furry and comfort. I just want to buy a cat. I, just gotta get I keep hearing meow. <laughs> I, my parents house. I love my parents to death, but when I walk in my parents' house, I mean, I'm, I'm very sensitive to, I'm very hearing and vibrational sensitive outside of here. It doesn't drive me nuts. It doesn't keep me from doing anything. I just know that I'm super sensitive. I get confused. 
and their house is the most confusing house I've ever walked into in my life. You know, I'll have my my little brother in there, my parents, and they yell and they holler at each other and they call each other names. And that's just how they all communicate. But when I walk in, it's the energy is confusing. Even when they're not there and I walk into that house, there's something about it that's like, oh. I just felt uh, yeah because I'm wondering why like you even look like at for example some of the more notorious places I have a friend that's done a series she's done the second season I gotta have her back on where she went to basically hidden gems she called the series on Amazon where she went to Ireland first and then I think it was Scotland the second part or it was vice versa but they went to places that weren't notorious for paranormal activity and it was she's a very gifted medium as well like you and she was connecting with the souls that were behind for there's a numerous reasons why souls may choose to stay behind instead of crossing over and she told their stories and the reason why they chose hidden gems because you hear of all these massively popular places like the Sally House or Gettysburg or something like that, right? Because again, just like paranormal activity doesn't just happen at or connection with spirit, we'll say at 3 a.m. can happen in the daytime too. Things can be there as well. So where I'm going with this is like when we go to say, I have seen pictures of what I would call residual energy. So just a replaying of the energy. It's not an intelligent haunting if you will and so what's your thoughts and or what does spirit give you about why we have residual hauntings versus an intelligent interaction like you had at that asylum like you shared a few minutes ago most intelligent hauntings aren't bringing the emotion with them the emotion is coming from the actual thing that is being there um residuals this is from what I understand. Um, sometimes it's always hard to translate, but for the emotions of fear, um, great sadness, anger, and all that, I look at emotions as almost like having a texture to them. They're very yeah. sticky. They're very heavy. Um, I tell people when I try to contact somebody's loved one and they're very, very sad at that moment or I'll still believe it's super sad. I said, it's like walking through pudding to get to your loved one because your grief is so thick. That's where I think residual comes from. And it is an imprint. It's something that happened over and over. Like I said, in my parents' house, there's, they yell back and forth over and over and over. So I bet when everybody has gone out of that house, you're going to walk in there and somebody's going to feel that energy. It's imprinted. It's there. I, I kind of think it's the world sometimes as being like Play-Doh. Remember how you could take a piece of Play-Doh and stick it on a comic and you lift yeah. it up? And there's the comic yeah. strip on there. Is the comic strip really there? No, the comic strip is still on the table, but you just imprinted it on this blob of something. Now you can stretch it and manipulate it. And that's exactly what residual hauntings are, I think. It's like a piece of Play-Doh. I one love that. I yeah, that analogy. Yeah, the, the events can be so, so stuck there that there's nothing you can do. I mean, it's there. It's not going anywhere. I don't because think I can really. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. 
I'm going to, you guys, next week I will put my um, Wi-Fi extender up and see if that makes a difference. I don't know if we're getting a storm. I have a feeling we are because um, this is the first time I've used my laptop. I fixed the audio. I'm so excited. We have all these extra things with StreamYard we can use. Um, Christina Lantis says, agree, David. The area here is part of the Underground Railroad and Meridian Baseline. Two groups fought over land. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in, in places like that, that energy is there. Did you ever wonder, like people always ask me, um, why are certain cemeteries seem haunted or not? It depends on the energy that got put in there. It doesn't necessarily mean that the, the spirit who is buried there is hanging around there, but their energy could be that strong in there or people who visit there. If, if somebody visited you every day at the cemetery and just bawled their eyes out and kneeled in front of your grave and screamed, why are you still here? Da, da, da. Somebody else is going to walk into that graveyard and feel that person's energy. And it's not even the, the person's deceased energy. Hi, Pom Pom. And some okay. people may think that's very woo woo, as we call it, kind of a higher spiritual astral concept. But think about it, guys. How many of you have walked into a room? not knowing what's happened and there's been a massive argument or someone's really angry or whatever we can feel that because we're energy and we can pick that stuff up i truly believe it or like christina lantis said or like silly putty some spirit has a sense of humor and my thoughts are i'm going to add quickly of course they have a sense of humor i will bet dollars to donuts that the spirits that you're you've come across or heard about with a sense of humor they had the same thing in life because i think we still retain some of characteristics when we've transitioned as i call it back home or across the veil we still maintain some of the parts of our our personality don't you agree oh i agree and i'll tell anybody on here you want to raise your vibration joke funny me and my me and a friend of mine before we did like readings gallery readings i used to tell dirty jokes to everybody before we did that I used to you're tell dirty funny jokes. i tell everybody like david's been well behaved tonight but you guys he is hilarious he's <laughs> really funny but yeah i mean you, i mean the more fun you have i always tell people spirit doesn't care if you swear i mean if that's who you are whatever i i do that all the time and people's like can you talk like that around spirits I'm like they don't give a shoot <laughs> they, they, they don't they don't and i've actually seen dave we only got a few more minutes thank you christina for saying awesome show tonight i'm glad you enjoyed it. i hope you'll come back i hope you'll leave us some ideas of topics you want us to talk about doesn't have can to be I, spiritual yeah hmm? can i shout something out there if anybody wants us to talk about something uh, like tell you ghost stories on a show or tell you like hey let's talk about creepy stuff tonight can you guys do a whole show on creepy stuff absolutely whatever you guys want to hear we are more than willing to talk about and and um we always connect to our guides before we come on so they'll tell us stuff this is my my cat's huggy he's in a hugging mood do you see this it's all he wants to do is hug well thanks Lori. she said we'll catch the replay welcome she said had to miss the beginning looks like it was a pretty amazing show of course with david involved it's a gimme i agree i agree you know what i said to dave and i said this wasn't coming from ego that i asked him to do a show with me not only have i known him for quite a few years but we've been on each other's podcasts and every time i've had him on my original podcast on this network i have gotten so much positive feedback 
questions, comments, and we get along well together. We're pretty easygoing, and uh, we thought, yes, why not? So um, we've got Christina Lattis asking, sure, we can talk about the haunted prison that I worked at with my husband. Hey, Nicole says her cat's doing the same thing. Hey, Dave, welcome. You know who Dave is, uh, David, from when you were on my show on Halloween. He's been on my show. Oh, yeah. He's an astrologer. He is a scientist. He's been involved with Oak Island. So welcome, everybody. But we are almost out of time. So Dave, I'm going to let you and Pom Pom tell everybody where to find you. Don't forget about your TikTok and everything like that. Um, you can find me on TikTok, um, Spiritual Medium David Hansel. Same on Instagram. Uh, my Facebook group is called The Spirit Experience. If you'd like to join, go to that one. Um, I have a podcast called Mystic Stew. I don't make them I make that, that often. I'm going to again every Thursday uh, during the day. My podcast is kind of for people with a short attention span thing because a lot of my episodes are about 10, 15, 20 minutes long. Unless I have a guest, then they're about 35, 40 minutes long. Um, and you can contact me if you need a reading at theywhispertome.com. It's the only place you can go to get a reading from me. I don't message people or private message people and solicit readings. So um, you need to go to my website. Awesome. And I will let you guys know to please tune in on Monday, this coming Monday here right here on UPRN with my regular podcast called The Angel Rock from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I may be doing a show by myself this week and I'm trying to do that a little bit more in the upcoming year because we get to talk about all kinds of things and have lots of fun. Uh, following week I will be having Katrina Cooper who is a gifted medium as well as has started to branch out with connecting with animals in spirit which david can also do he's very gifted um if you ever want to get a hold to book a reading with me um do some healing work in the way of crystal reiki therapeutic touch got a show idea guest idea please get a hold of me at facebook.com forward slash the angel rock also uh two groups on facebook paranormal university for all things paranormal and the angel rocker tribe for many things paranormal i'm sorry not paranormal spiritual uh how to access your gifts and things like that um i want to thank you all for being here dave love you thank you for being here and you guys remember watch both of our TikToks if you go to both of our TikToks because you never know when we might pop in and do a live on her page or mine. And we so. do. Yeah, we're going to be mm -hmm. doing it more often. And we have a little saying. You're going to see this on a few things, but we're going to end the show with what's at the foot of your bed. We will see you next Thursday, 4 p.m. Central. Hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in. Share it with everybody you know. Much love and light. Bye.